What's the most underrated position in NFL football? Helmets off is on. All right, welcome to another edition of Helmets Off. I'm your host, Scott Mitchell. When asked this question, what is the most underrated position in football? NFL football, most football, except for maybe like peewee football. Although it is very, very important in little peewee football as well. At first, when I was asked a question from my producer, Madison, I was like, that's a good question. I don't know. Let me think about it for a minute. And as I thought about it, you know, there's only so many positions, right? And you go through and you say, oh, that one might be the right man, maybe that one. Uh, and, and kind of the definition of like maybe what is the most underrated position went through my mind. And so I'm like, okay, what, what, what is the definition of the most underrated position? And I think it's one where may, maybe it's a lot of things. It's, it's not a lot of fanfare. Maybe as far as professionally, it's not one that's like the highest salary. It's one that folks probably go, yeah, there's maybe a lot of different interchangeable parts here. I don't want to say anyone can do it, but maybe a a larger um, group of people potentially could do it. Uh, It's one that as as you sit and talk about the description of what that position actually does, you start to go, yeah. I, th- I think you're right here. This is uh, certainly a position that um, definitely fits the definition. So for me, as I thought through this, what is the most underrated position on a football field? I would have to say it's it's the center. And I think people will go, well, yeah, okay, the center. But I don't think you really understand how significant the center is, and I think there's so much of it that you take for granted. Let's just start with the snap. Snapping a ball to a quarterback every single offensive play, but it's not just that you snap it. There's a lot of different things you have to do before, during, and after the snap. And I don't think uh, I don't think people really get actually how hard that is. Let me try to explain. You have a running play. The center has to come up to the line of scrimmage, recognize the defense, the front, like front seven players, and they'll call out the defense. And the reason they do this is, is blocking schemes for runs change or are altered based upon the front. And everyone who's a potential blocker, guards, tackles, tight ends, even running backs, and the quarterback have to know what this is. So here you have the ball in your hand, and you see a lot of these guys, you know, where they squat their butts down, and they look their head up, and they're looking everything over, trying to to decipher what that is, okay? So now you have a run play. And as you snap the ball as a center – you now have to make steps towards the defensive player. So you move. So you're actually snapping and moving at the same time. What most people don't realize is that the ball moves. So there has to be this coordinated effort between the quarterback and the the center to actually make sure they still have a functional snap. Now, if you're in the shotgun, which is very popular today, 
there's a pace, there's a direction of a snap on a run play and, and on a pass play. It, it, it impacts the ability to snap the ball accurately on every single play. So on a run play, typically you're stepping laterally and forward in one direction, right or left. And that alters how the ball snapped. And so it, it, it's kind of tricky. And it's one of those things, like a dirty little secret or one of those little nuances of football that most people don't really talk about or really recognize or appreciate because it just happens all the time. But quarterback center exchanges, bad snaps are a part of the game, and they do happen. And when they happen, they usually are very devastating. I can't, I can, I can't tell you a coach, and if you ask any single coach, what is the most frustrating and agonizing thing that can happen to your offense, they'll say it's the quarterback center exchange. If that doesn't happen and that doesn't happen properly, there's no – what else is there? Like you can have the greatest players, the greatest schemes, the greatest whatever, but if you, the quarterback and the center cannot get the exchange, it's a nightmare. And quite frankly, a majority of it rests on the center. And and it's 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 one of those things that's absolutely devastating. Now, so that's a running play. All right, so now you're in the shotgun, and you go, well, just snap the ball back to the guy. I mean, he's just like right behind you. And there's 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 an accuracy factor here that is so important and so critical because of the pace of the game. So a quarterback has to have his eyes looking at the defense. And when you're underneath the center as a quarterback and it's a pass, as soon as you get the snap, your eyes are fixed like immediately on where the defense is and what they're doing. When you're in the shotgun, there's a slight delay. It's like you see what's happening with the defense, but there's a slight delay because you have to look down at the football and catch it because you have to catch it, right? You can't not pay attention to to the snap. And that's that's the one of the slight disadvantages of actually being in the shotgun. Now, this can be minimized where if a center will snap the ball up to your hands like kind of chest level, you you kind of see the ball peripherally and so you see the ball as it's coming towards you, but you're also kind of fixated on the defense. If you have a center that likes to snap it high, I'm 6'6", and, and I've had centers who have actually snapped the ball over my head. That's awful. That's really bad. Because, again, the center is, is snapping the ball, and they're moving. But now they're moving backwards when they're in pass protection. So running, they're moving laterally and to the side, and so they have to snap the ball. And they have to snap the ball with accuracy. And they can't sit there and snap it, wait to make sure everything happens, and then go block their defender because guess what? That guy's blowing through the line of scrimmage. And there's a there's a, a a magnificent game happening between the quarterback and center that I don't think people really get and really understand and can really appreciate the impact the the snap, the steps, the direction ha- that, that that happen on every single play whether it's a run or a pass. And so it's so critical 
to to have this happen. Let me give you another example because this, this is really no one knows this stuff. You know this as a quarterback because you go through it all the time. So you're not in the shotgun. It's a pass. You're underneath the center. Guess what the center does when he snaps the ball to you in a pass? He stands up. And guess what happens when a center who's bent over stands up? His butt goes down. So <laughs> he literally can push your hands with his butt out from the the landing zone. And it can become rather tricky sometimes, especially if you are a tall quarterback like me and you have a short center like I've had. That becomes very precarious until you get used to that happening. And it's like it's like an airplane and its engine. Like an airplane's awesome as long as it has an engine. And and you just expect that engine to always start, to always work, and to always function. And that's kind of how it is with the a, a center exchange and a quarterback, the snap. You expect it to always happen. And uh, when it doesn't, of course, those rare occasions, it becomes often catastrophic. All right, so there's all these movements, there's all these directions with snaps, with quarterbacks and centers. And it's, I can tell you, the worst place when you're in the shotgun is to get a, is to get a snap that's really low and really fast. Because you have to almost trip over your feet to catch it, and it's coming at you so quickly, and you're looking at the defense, and all of a sudden you get this bullet shot at you, and you're you're back there just trying to knock it down. You're like a hockey goalie, and it, it just becomes so so awful when when that happens. And what what the reason that usually happens a lot of times is the center when they snap they stand up. And, and sometimes it tends to get the ball to go down or sometimes it goes up really high. And, and then the worst thing that can happen is a guy just barely floating it back to you. because you, So you need it in the right spot with the right pace at the right time. And that's something I don't think people really appreciate about offensive linemen. I'm going to take a break, but I want to come back because there's a couple of other positions. I don't think you really appreciate or are or, or, or very underrated. I think the center may be the best, but I got a couple more, and maybe you can decide what you think is the most underrated position in football. Welcome back to Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, what is the most underrated position in all of football? Well, I gave you one that I think is extremely significant, and that's the center. And look, why are centers so, you know, why are they underrated? Because I think people recognize a center calls all the, the line calls, pass and run, very important. A center has to snap the ball like it's job one. It's extremely important, but they only, but they also have to do it while they're doing other jobs, so run blocking, pass blocking, and the move, the movement is very different for a center in each one of those. Run, typically they have to step forward, pass, typically they step back. 
And that changes the trajectory, the direction, the pace of a ball if you're in the shotgun. And it can even change direction in runs because they'll step. And as they step, they move. And so their behind, which is right in front of you, all of a sudden is now off to your right. And they're snapping the ball as a, as a quarterback. They call it, you have to ride the center. So if they're going to go to the right a little bit, your hands kind of have to move uh, in that direction so you get the snap clean. I can tell you one of the worst feelings in all of football that you can ever experience as a quarterback is to fumble a quarterback center exchange. It is the worst thing in the world because you're really about the only person that knows. The center doesn't even really know. And so you have all these bodies that are flying around and they're trying to get to their people and they're stepping here and there and everywhere they go. And what uh, and you're trying to scramble between all of these. It's like one of those... Uh, it, it, you ever watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when he has this, he has the antidote, he's been poisoned and they're in this uh, Chinese, um, I guess, speakeasy where they're, it's a dance hall or, or, or restaurant type of place. And, and, and he, he spills the anecdote. It's still in its glass cylinder and all these people are dancing around the floor and he's diving all over the ground trying to get it. And, and he gets right close to it. And then someone comes along and kicks it away. That's kind of the feeling of when you, you actually fumble a snap. It's like all these big bodies are kicking the ball around all over and you're trying to fall on it. And it's just, it's just such a, it's a, it's such a hopeless feeling. Oh, it's such a hopeless feeling. One of the worst you can ever have as a football player. But there are a couple of other positions. So I'm, I'm going to share them with you. And then, and then I think at the end we'll, we'll make a determination of what we think is actually the worst position or not the worst, but the most underrated position in all of football. All right. Here's the next one. And this one also has to do with snapping. And it's a long snapper. And, like, you can't function as a team. It's impossible. It's impossible to function as a team if you don't have a long snapper. Someone who can snap a ball to a punter. Changing field position having a good punter, getting good snaps on on the punt are crucial. I mean, critical. I mean, they can have a huge impact in the outcome of a game because if you don't have someone who can actually do it, you, you basically are losing all kinds of field position. The problem is is, is you, have, you have guys that play offense and defense and special teams and it doesn't guarantee that one of those guys is magically going to be someone who can long snap. And and I'll just tell you, if you don't have a long snapper, you are in for a long season. And one you're probably not going to win a lot of games at. The challenge is most long snappers don't belong on an NFL field. If we're just talking NFL here. They're non-athletic some guy who probably works, you know, at the fire department. Not that that's a bad profession, but uh, just you know, they're not they're not NFL quality players. Good people, dependable, but uh, they certainly aren't going to break a five zero on a forty yard dash. They're usually undersized, but man, can they snap the ball? And most of them will play twenty plus years if they play in the NFL. They're that valuable, but they're really that underrated. No, you don't draft one. You don't, you know, they're not a high-priced free agent. 
but your life is miserable as a football team if you don't have one. And you ask, you just ask anyone. I mean, they'll just tell you that these guys are extremely valuable to a team, but certainly underappreciated. In fact, early on in my career, we used to always find a guy like we'd have. I think of my early years in Miami. We had a, a, a he was like the second team tight end, and he was he was a great long snapper, and he snapped not only for for punts but also for extra points and PATs. That's probably one you don't want to have a smaller guy because you can just put big giant guys in there and blow him off the line of scrimmage when you want to block a field goal. So usually usually an offensive lineman or someone with a little bit of girth to them can actually do the snapping for field goals and th- those aren't as critical. I think of Jeff Dellenbach, who played with me in in Miami. Jeff was a long snapper. Jeff played center. Jeff played guard, and he played tackle in the NFL. And he just said, the more I can do, the longer I can stay around. He played 17, 18 years in the NFL. So he had a a rather healthy, long career, but it was because he became versatile and could do those things. So so that long snapper is critical, but probably way underappreciated. All right, here, here's another one for you. And I did this, and, I, and so I speak from experience on this position, is the holder. It's, a, it's one of those positions where people just go, it's an afterthought. You don't even think about the holder. Uh, you think about the kicker. A lot of times you don't even think about the snapper. You never think about the holder. The only time anyone ever thinks about a holder is when they bobble the snap. So, so at the best... At the best possible part of your position, no one cares. Like uh, um, a running back scores a touchdown, and people might go, "Wow, what a great run!" But also, did you see that block by the wide receiver? And that did you see that offensive lineman get out in open space and and he and he really you know he took out two guys, and they talk about all these little intricate parts of this a successful play. It was the running back, the wide receiver, it was the offensive line. And when you see a guy kick a field goal that wins a game or loses a game, no one goes, man, did you see the holder on that? Was, was he just not incredible on that, that hold? Very, very rarely will you ever see anyone talk about the, the execution of a hold, unless it's a really bad snap, super high or it skips along the ground, and, and, he, and he has to scoop it up and set it and get it in the right position. Very rarely do you hear that. And it's just one of those things people just go, yeah, okay. The only time you get recognized is if you mess up. That's it. There's no, there's no praise. There's no nothing. But I will tell you, ask Tony Romo this, how, what kind of impact you have on a game. Here are the Dallas Cowboys. All they have to do is kick a PAT or a short field goal, and they beat the the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And Tony Romo, who's quarterback in the game, he's the holder, gets a perfect snap and just messes it up. And then he tries to scramble around and score a touchdown, and the, and the Cowboys lose, literally on that play, on, on a hold. So, yeah, when, when it's done improperly, it has major impact on the outcome of a game. And yet, no one really cares. All right, I got. I have one more. Madison kind of rolled her eyes at me when I said this one, 
but I'm going to say it anyways. And that's the backup quarterback. And her thought was, you know, everyone knows about the quarter, the backup quarterback. No, they don't. No one cares about the back. The backup quarterback doesn't even get any reps during the week. And then they go, okay, you have to be ready to play. The only time you're going to play is when something really bad is happening. And by that, the the starting quarterback's playing really bad. And if he's playing really bad, it usually means you're behind by a lot. Or the starting quarterback gets injured. And so that's the only time you get to play. Or or in a blowout. And in a blowout, you go out in the game, guess what you do? You hand the ball off. So there's there's no so you're constantly every week getting yourself nervous and ready and going through all the angst of the pre the pregame and and you're watching as the game goes on and you're like uh am I going to play am I not going to play and you go through this game after game after game and no one really cares no one really thinks about it and and therefore it's very underappreciated what you actually go through as a backup quarterback my son who will be a junior next year is a sophomore in high school and the varsity quarterback got hurt, and he was the backup. Well, the next week, they, he, he gets a couple of practice reps, and they go, you're probably going to play. And so he's all nervous because he doesn't want to mess up, and then everyone's going to hate him. And then he, they finally they, they determine that the varsity quarterback can play. So he sits and goes through the whole game, just every play. Is the quarterback going to get hurt on this play? Am I going to have to go in? And he had those pregame nerves for the entire game. And he, and I, I talked to him after the game. I said, how did you feel? He goes, that was awful, Dad. I was nervous the whole entire game. I was going to have to go in and play, and I didn't know, it was it going to be this play, the next play? And a couple times he got hit really hard, and it looked like he was going to be injured and come out, and, I, and I'm just all nervous. And I said, I said, Zach, I said, I did that for four years in the NFL. Every game for 16 games a season. So I understand, and I, but I don't think people really appreciate what it is. Because, okay, here, here's the reality. When you go into a game as a backup quarterback, there's no expectation. People know you haven't prepared. They know that, you know, you're put in a tough situation. And so if you do anything remotely good, it's magnified that it's even a lot better. And if you do poorly, they're like, well, yeah, but he didn't get any practice reps. And so there's always a, a, a an easy rationale when you're the backup quarterback if you come in a game. And it, so if you play and play well, it's like, this guy's the greatest thing ever. So there is an upside to it. People give you a little bit of a pass. But I'm telling you, it's a very underappreciated position and an experience you have to go through as a backup quarterback. All right, there you have it, folks. Is it a center? Is it a long snapper? Is it a holder? Is it a quarterback? My vote? Eh, probably. Well, I want to say quarterback. I'm not going to. It's a center. It really is. People, I don't think people really realize how much a center actually does in a game and how critical it is to the success of an offense. All right, there you have it. Helmets Off is off. You can text Helmets to 65537. Go to Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast or Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. Be smart. Well, you're smart if you'll continue to listen. I'm telling you, about 99% of the time, I'm right about the things I say. Very rarely am I wrong. And not only am I right, but it's like 
oh, this is intelligent. This is smart. This is well thought out. Remember that. Until then, we'll catch you soon.